All right. Welcome back, everybody, to Surviving Hollywood Podcast. My name is Aaron Arnold. I'm Johnny Ray Diaz, and we are missing our co-host, Austin Arnold. He is shooting a rehearsal for a short film he's filming uh, in the coming week. Hey, the life of an actor, right? Lucky guy. And speaking of life of an actor, we have on our friend Ash Tholpot, Tholpatty. <laughs> sorry, sorry. We ruined the flow. Ash Tholpatty. He's actually a really good friend of ours. Um, we've known, known him for a Almost a couple years now, or well, he's, as long as he's, as long as he's been here, a year and a half. Yeah, we met him in acting class, and this is a guy that I respect as an actor and like to have as a friend as well because he's cool to joke around with. He's he's got a good mind, got a good head on his shoulders. Um, so today, Johnny, what do we talk about with Ash? Well, for me, when I first saw Ash, I was like, "Damn, how does he keep those shirts so ironed?" <laughs> we talk about Golly. it. Golly. But no, this guy was actually a doctor, a medical doctor, still, I guess, considered, right, a medical doctor? I'm still a doctor. Turned actor from Houston. We came out here from Houston, from Virginia originally, and we were curious about why would somebody go from making $300,000 a year to pursuing a career in the arts? I wanted to know the reason why, and this guy broke it down a little bit. I would say that this podcast is like no other that we've ever recorded. Since Ash is such a good friend of ours, there's moments of silence that we're all okay with. There's, Awkward. Um, you know, there's give, there's take. There's Ash, what do you think? Give a, lot us a, of, a lot of take. Uh, you know, this is going to roll right into the episode. So give us a, a call to action again, except a little bit different. What did you take away from the episode? Whatever you want, we'll roll right into the episode. Uh, I, I got in that uh, I was not as important as I thought because Austin left very quickly. <laughs> Listen, this guy, no ego. <laughs> yeah. Ash is our most important friend. All right, this guy sheds it all in this podcast, literally. Top 10. Sheds it all. Stay very, tuned, guys. A very vulnerable podcast. Thanks. Yes. Yeah, it was. Thanks for coming now on. Now presenting Johnny Ray Diaz. Ha. Yeah. And the Arnold Twins. Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood. Tell me what it's like to live in on that um, some rich Chinese millionaire flew you out to China? You were on their, billionaire, yacht, on their yacht? Billionaire. Is this true? This is actually true. What did you, what did you do to, to earn this free flight? Well, as you guys know, I'm a doctor. Oh, right. retired right. doctor. And, uh, <laughs> retired <laughs> doctor. There we go. I always say I'm not a doctor anymore, but I will always be a doctor. I'm a retired doctor. MD, right? Yeah. You should put, MD, that, you should put that on your headshot at the end. I do, actually. I've never no. seen that, <laughs> but you should. So yeah. how did this guy find you? I have a friend in Houston that's somehow involved with Chinese uh, mafia. I, I always think. know the shady I people think. in Houston. Is that the you? triads or is that Japanese? I don't know, but they're nice people. I, I enjoy them very much. And uh, he just had a connection through some underground thing. And uh, they said, hey, do you want to come out to uh, Las Vegas to talk about CBD and operations? And I was like, well, if they fly me out and give me a hotel, sure. And I'll you consider there. yourself an expert in CBD? I'm definitely not an expert in CBD. So what do you talk about? 
But I was a spokesperson for a CBD company, one of my first right. jobs here in Los Angeles. I remember that. So, um, you know, I was like, okay, cool. You've but you don't have product. to be an expert in CBD as a doctor because what I'm selling is my it's personal hope. brand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is what? Hope? Hope. <laughs> okay. I have a lot of hope. I mean, it makes So sense. you're saying CBD works? No. So this we, oh. we, we should talk about that a little <laughs> bit because uh, my personal brand is credibility, right? And if I start selling things that I don't really believe in, then that ruins my credibility. So you don't believe in CBD? Only if you're a bad actor. So you're saying you don't believe in, you do believe in CD, CBD? I think there's studies that show that it works for epilepsy, but maybe not for all the other Maybe not for everything. Yeah. That not not to rub on everything. your knee pain. Or your lower yeah, back pain. Yeah, maybe it doesn't work. They what say you need to. You need, data for they it. say you need to be a little bit high though. So you a went little bit to, of THC with that CBD. You went mm. to a uh, CBD convention in Las Vegas, got paid, and talked to everybody about how CBD isn't a cure all. <laughs> no. So that kind of backfired. Kind of backfired there. Um, so what, what's the payday for something like that? Uh, for being a spokesperson, just between us, for the fly out to Las Vegas doing the presentation. You know what? I didn't like. I did not charge them an hourly rate, which I should have done. That's, flat that's rate. one thing that I. They're like, forgot. we got you for the, the whole day, Ash. Yeah. You got to be talking all day. Yeah. You're you're like, I mean, yeah. like Gary V says, give value, 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 Gary free v. all the time, right? You watch Gary V? Yeah. I've been listening for the past few days, two or three <laughs> days. Got a lot of talk <laughs> about that. I mean, I'm how to apply the principles to acting, that's what I'm uh, interested in, especially with regards to personal brand. It's, it's some interesting things there. Maybe I should watch before I judge. He just kind of seems like the quintessential guru. Yeah, I mean, everybody's a guru these days. But the thing is, he's right. Like, what are, the, some, of, what are some of the stuff you learned? I'm not familiar with him, but is he like the Tony Robbins of millennials? Yeah, he's yes. a guy, yeah. Little well, di- no, I think he's a little bit different. Little di- a lot different. Little because Tony Robbins is a psychologist, right? Gary Vee's a, a, a wine enthusiast. He's, he wrote the book Crush It. He so a wine enthusiast tells you how to run your acting career? Social no, media career. No. Oh. Yeah, social media career. I had no exactly. idea my brother was part of his cult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan. I saw him on Hot Ones. He survived all 10 Hot Wings. and Austin mailed the check. And he, he did <laughs> it with what? It. His pure tyranny of will or yeah like you gotta watch the episode dude he did yeah anyway before we because <laughs> i thought i could do it before i thought i could eat these wings and i did it this conversation's already gotten so weird before we stray <laughs> yeah, any so farther wait, wait, let's, I wanna... get, let's go back to the question what what's a payday dude. for something like that uh five hundred dollars a day for uh just being on set and then a portion of the profits one percent of the profits oh, every really? yeah. and you uh, they have a independent uh, auditor or bookkeeper we're just relying on what they say. Could you That's be like, question. hey, the open the books. I want to see them. <laughs> I'm just really giving you a hard time, dude. That's great. Yeah. Cheers. But, uh, <laughs> okay, so this, this dude flew you out. Now, how did it go? Like, was it a good experience? Were they happy with what you did? Like, well, what did you I talk think, about? I think I learned a lot of lessons. One is, like, just ask them what they want beforehand so that you can give them something because if they're just going to like ask random numbers about how much is a CBD oil to produce because they wanted to start from scratch, have vertical integration, just manufacture the whole thing and also sell it retail. The, I didn't know what they wanted to do until I got there. So you were, the, like, you were acting as the figurehead for the company? No, because there are, there are two other people that were there that were more operations-based. I'm basically the face of the company, you know, like this is doctor approved. But <laughs> as I did that, I was like, Am I going to advertise products that I really don't even believe in now? So it got me thinking. Now, was this while you were there you thought this or afterward? Afterwards. 
Okay. I yeah. mean, what other products would anybody? I mean, yeah, you, everything's kind of like a pill or. You a do Coca Cola. I'm. So, I don't see you drinking that every day. I, I know you do that commercial. I unless think drinking whiskey is not good for you. Unless you go, oh, I. <laughs> but I feel so I, good. I, I, yeah. I believe in great value vitamins. You know, that's the yeah. only thing that's like. Other than that, you're selling a product. I think anything medical related is probably something I shouldn't be selling. But isn't that what all doctors do? Pharmaceutical companies pay them to. Hey, try this no, pill. No, you can't. Not, no, you can't. Because in academic medical centers, like the one that I was at, you're not allowed to do any commercials. What about your general physician, though? Like when you go there and you're like, ah, I'm really having this kind of pain. Now you should try this new medicine that this pharmaceutical company provided and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? No. Nah. Ask your doctor about Lipitor. There's a lot of uh, rules and regulations against that. But isn't yeah. that the whole point is that because these... Because they used to be able to t take them for lunches. They used to right. be able to take them on Oh, trips. so they can't do that anymore. Can't do that anymore. Oh, so it's all... Man, thanks yeah. a lot, government. Ever since 9-11, right? ruined it all. People got 9 so changed everything. Uptight. <laughs> I, have a, I have a feeling we'll phase in, start this pod right here. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll skip that whole maybe section. We'll skip everything. Yeah. All right, so yeah, that was, was that the first and the last time you'll fly with a Chinese billionaire? That's the, probably the last. I mean, this guy was pretty cheap. I really? Mean, he no came in. No he perks? Well, a, how do you think he's a billionaire? Adidas shoes. Yeah, you're right. All the billionaires dress. like a black shirt. I was like, is this guy really a billionaire? You're like, yeah. do I get my own seat on the flight or have yeah. to always sit on your lap? I didn't even get like to check baggage. Like really? it was just like the basic economy fare on United. Oh, it wasn't even first class. Is no. he really Vegas like, is such a that's that's what I was like. Is, is it really his thing though, or is he just kind of like the figurehead too? Like you guys are both just putting your name to it. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Ash, I have a question for you. Totally off subject of this. What's your problem? <laughs> you uh, are one of alcohol. You are one of a few guests that's watched the majority of the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Surviving a true Hollywood. fan. Give it to every us. single episode. The what, fan episode. What have you learned? What uh what episodes? Hey, do you remember you took away some things? Also, give well, us your hard critiques. Well, yesterday I learned about. Uh, I, I listen to the pod every single podcast. I will say that. And uh, a lot of people it. do. A lot of I people like do. the perspective that you guys bring casting directors, producers, directors, and you know, even people that understand distribution, like the guy from the last podcast. That was a good one, right? That was very That was nice. one of the so best, right? That was good. I, I learn every. I learn something from every guest that, that is on there. We're talking um, about Renee Mena, for those I'm wondering. I actually had a few people send me like, hey, just listen to that podcast. Super informative. Yeah. Learned a lot. It yeah. was. And we were like good at conversating, I must say. And uh, it was awkward too, which is Aaron's <laughs> specialty. See, I didn't even think it was awkward. I was it like, wasn't awkward well, at why all. Why'd you guys lose the awkwardness? Well, Aaron's specialty is like, you know, antagonizing and confronting the guests. So let's get down to the brass tacks <laughs> yeah, here. You really feel that? You know, yeah. What's, like, I mean, what's your problem with Trump? I like to ask you. Like, what's the big deal? <laughs> you and Dan Ring. Nothing. He's one of my favorite presidents. But yeah, I think he's great. Well, you're not American. That's true. You know, he's not from here. No, you're American. <laughs> Anyway, can we get back down to what we're really Ash here is for? our friend, guys, in the audience who think I'm being mean to him, and I don't want to come off as mean. Ash, please roast me. <laughs> I think what we're curious about the journey here is, uh, for those that don't know, uh, Asher was a doctor, and he left all that behind to become an actor. For the money. For the money. And the right? security. The <laughs> and the money. fame That's and everything right. else that comes with it. Because Will Smith makes a lot of money, and I was like, 300000 a year is not enough. Right. So mm -hmm. I want to make a three hundred and fifty thousand is where you want to be. Yeah. So he's a licensed MD, and he gave all that up. Him and Ken Jong to do this may podcast. Have been a few people that died on my watch, but um, oh, we want to talk about that. Got morbid. So what do you love about acting that doc being a doctor didn't give you? I actually don't very much. You're what? the you're like the Indian version of Ken Young. 
Is it Ken, Ken Jong? Yeah, oh, it's a good kind of a the J is kind of a Y sort of. It's a weird thing, dude. Close enough, dude. We get it, dude. No, you know what? I uh, I wanted to be an actor. I knew that I wanted to be a actor ever since I was four years old. But my parents, as all Indian parents do, kind of push you away from those things. They're like, you would suck at acting. You will never be good. Just stick with like. They said the you MD would route. suck at acting. Yeah, it's pretty harsh. Yeah, be like you don't have any. Well, they they said this right parents. after they saw your play. Well, that yeah. was probably why they were right. That was yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That might so have been it. So then, what happened? How did you convince them? I never convinced them. <laughs> now, <laughs> this, you went through med school. Was yeah. this a pre or <laughs> post med school? This was like probably throughout my life. I'd be like, you know what? I should just go off to New York with my friend after college, and we should just do this acting thing. But then I I chickened out. I was a coward. I was like, I just want to. I want to make some money, and uh, don't, I don't want to be on the sidewalk because that's uh, that's what I thought. I was like, what it what it meant to be an actor? Did you do really poor? Did you do any extracurriculars like in high school or college with acting at all? Did you touch it? Yeah, actually, I in college then I took like an acting class and um, got an A minus. Nobody's so, perfect. That's mm, highly subjective. Yeah, one on one acting class, right? <laughs> but. Uh, I don't know. I think uh, I just had a lot of fear instilled in me of being an artist ever since I was, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as I was born. And <laughs> don't be an actor. <laughs> what do your parents say now that you're doing it? Well, I don't really talk to them. Oh. Oh. I don't really talk to my family right now. And uh, this is the perfect time for us to let you know. <laughs> we actually have your parents on the line. On the Bluetooth. Um, I hate you guys. Let's rekindle this. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Whoa. Anyway, uh, that got dark. Um, so what? So are you, what, are you, what are you into, Ash? What, what kinds of stuff you uh, you've been doing these past couple years as an actor? The trials, the tribulations. What you're most proud of? What you regret? Is that two different questions? Just anything. It's dude. a handful of them. That's a lot of Ooh, questions. Yeah. At once. It's just a grab bag, buddy. <laughs> uh, Reaching for straws now. I think. <laughs> All right, let's just stop this. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> dude. Dude, what are you doing? We're kidding, dude. Okay, We're kidding. me and Johnny and Austin will talk, and you just jump in whenever you're comfortable. <laughs> it's okay? funny because Ash brought this alcohol to make the conversation flow easier. Yeah. Did I? You, I mean, you said you needed a little little, little medication, but I didn't know that's what your medication was, dude. We, we, can, talk about the act, we can talk about the acting class we all used to be in. We can talk about the game show we did in Vegas together. We can talk about... I think I'm more curious, honestly, about the journey. That's what I'm curious about, why you would leave a six-figure income, a healthy six-figure income... To come here and make peanuts, basically, you know. Yeah. Some would say you're an idiot. A lot of people say <laughs> not that. us, but right? some people. <clears throat> Smartest so, man I know. So what do you say to those people? You know what? I don't really hear that right now. I, I, I'm sure people. Uh, you said people said that to you. Though. It's right? surprising that people haven't said that. I think when I when I left MD Anderson, there was one attending that said, "Look, I also am interested in the arts. I would like to paint, but I'm more realistic than you. I've decided to take on this job and and paint on the side. Why don't you just do that, and we'll just let you go off for auditions at, at some point. You can do that. Why didn't you That's do that? Uh, sounds well, like that a compromise. Was, sounds reasonable. Yeah, it's but a compromise. But there's no industry in Houston, which is where you would have exactly. had to stay. Yeah, uh, independent short fi- feature films. I did. Yeah, I did a lot of independent short films, but then uh, feature lengths and stuff. But uh, after a while, you're just like, I want to go big, go big or go home. But I won't go home. I'll keep on going big. What happened to that friend? He's still there. A millionaire still working now. There. Still painting now. Yeah. Selling online. He's got a. He's got a family, and you know. All that thing. That's very admirable. Mm-hmm. When you were in Houston, did you ever run into like like an opportunity and think, man, this is my big break? Yes. 
Really? I thought Rooster Teeth Productions, you know, Rooster Teeth. Okay, they make some pretty big productions uh, in, in the Austin area. Movies or theater? Hey, yeah, I think name. it's YouTube Red and also some movies as well. Um, I, there was a opportunity for a pilot, and it was a comedy, and it was like a Jason Bateman sitcom. And uh, I thought, oh, this is finally I'm getting something that's pretty big here. And I went in, and I, I did the audition. It was really cold. You had an agent? I was, uh, no, I didn't have an agent in Houston. You submitted yourself? I submitted myself. Is it the same over there, Actors Access, or what? Yeah, I think uh, there's not <coughs> as many jobs available in Houston, so Actors Access is one of them. The other one is Facebook. All the legit stuff, obviously, is Actors Access. Facebook. You, you want to be an extra, you go to Facebook. Really? Here? Uh, is that how you do it? I'm just see. trying to fill in the blanks. Oh, okay. So what do they promise you, and what do you expect? Well, uh, what's, what's interesting was it was really cold. I was... I had a lot of mucus running down my nose, and I was. Oh, like, when you said it was cold, I thought you meant like the audition was like a cold audition. No, no, like no, it was w- cold. The weather read. was cold. I oh. thought I did pretty well, and I just kept on. I kept wiping my nose, and at the end of it, they wanted to shake my hand, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, here we go." And I'm sure they saw the audition afterwards, see me wiping my nose. And they're like, that guy shook our hand <laughs> after doing that. Everybody so, got sick. They probably didn't even think about guy it. Guy gave me the flu. <laughs> yeah. Running in your mind for years. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, <laughs> casting director. That guy's probably still Austin. thinking about you. So what was yeah. this Jason Bateman thing? What, which movie was it? It was um, actually a pilot web series. And it was, it was actually a pretty funny script. I, I don't know whatever came out of it. but I'm a huge Bateman fan. Yeah. Huge. I think they ended You're up. The everyday g- man. They gave yeah. it to Logan. The everyday put upon man. They gave it to Logan Paul, I think. <laughs> and he's done a lot with it. So what was the uh, clincher that made you move to L.A.? Um, I wanted to get, like, more training because the acting class that I was in was only once a week. So basically I just wanted to come out here. Yeah, aren't most go. classes once a week? Um, no. I feel like Twice all, a I day. Think a lot Twice of a day. I, mean, I, I think it's like the majority week. are. <laughs> yeah, week. yeah. No, Tuesday, Thursday kind oh, of thing. Like yeah. Meisner yeah. training right now? That's well, uh, yeah. Tuesday or but in the class Tuesday we met Saturday. was a once a I week. I think it's like half of them at least are once a week. Yeah. It could be even more. But like but you get really more long. opportunities. You can do three scripts in a row, right? If you wanted to. You could do scripts all day if you wanted in to. In our own class, yeah. Yeah. So how did I meet these guys? Uh, who who is the audience now? Do they even know you guys for real? Whoa. Is that ninety percent of the audience? Meta. Wait, what are you talking about? Your audience. Who is your audience? Do fifty percent know your story? Do ninety percent know your story? Our I, I feel like we've shared ours. Ours for the most part. We don't hide well, anything. We are I mean. an open book. We can talk about anything. I don't know. I talk about mean? anything as no, long the as the reason why related. I asked that. <laughs> the reason why I said is like, do they know how I know you guys through an acting, acting class. class? But that's okay. it. it we'll set, we'll set that up in the in the intro as uh, well. Oh, okay. okay. It'll, it'll, it'll we be start, said. We started doing intros before. Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. So I usually, know. you know, press thirty seconds forward. Classic. Like I do with all. Just like Marin. Yeah. I don't care about Marin's cats. Yeah. Boomer lives. Oh, <laughs> that's at the end. I know. So we all met in acting class. Yeah. We all met in an acting class that you can do as many scripts as you want to. I wouldn't have gotten that same opportunity in Houston. You know? it, isn't the Plus, disadvantage, the though, thing. like these, you, like, you can do as many scripts as you want, but then you're like, yeah, I just put up four scenes and they're all mediocre. Because like... You, you could do that, you but know hopefully what I mean? you don't. You learn not to do that. Right. Yeah, but I'm but you could. You put in the work. You I've never put up four scripts at all. No, it's just a lot. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot of, how are you going to make them all that good? But anyway, continue. Sorry. Uh, but, how, but, did you, how did you find the class? But also, like in Los Angeles, you can work with people and like actually film stuff. When I was trying to do things in Houston, nobody had any idea 
how to get good sound, how to get good footage or anything like that, you know? Okay. So this is like has a concentration of artists where, you know, you can you o- know, collaborate. Over-concentration. Like goldmine of collaborators. Hell would, yeah. Would you say that the filmmakers in Houston were not as good? Absolutely. Okay. I mean, the student films the that I do in L.A. have higher quality than, you know, some of the ones in Houston. Except for, I would say there's a couple independent films I did. The Challenger Disaster was very high quality. Based on um, the uh, the flight, the Challenger? Yeah. Sounds awesome. Did, did they show the crashing of it? Yeah, they showed uh, the reaction of the engineers who were trying to stop the flight what, from happening. That, so that was, that was what the story was about. about. Huh. Everybody talks about the, uh, you know, the, the astronauts. Were on the, yeah, the astronauts. Well, they're the ones that died. Yes. And they have a, you know, an interview with that, but like no one ever talked about what happened before that. What prevented uh, this? Wh- why did this flight go up in the first place if they knew there was things wrong with it? Why did it go up in the first place? It's uh, kind of like management Conspiracy? versus, you know, like management, you know, people wanting to not have a bad reputation and not right. lose more money versus like engineers that know that, you know, what to do is right. They got an image so. to uphold. When you moved to LA, what would you say is some of the things that you realize now that, oh, I should have prepared better for this? There's a bunch of liberals here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that. Uh, <laughs> okay. Or any Texas. See, like, there goes Aaron, you know, antagonizing the guests. <laughs> like, there's people in Texas so you're, well, right you're, now. You're from a deep red state. There's no, let's not <laughs> like hide that from the audience. You're a Trump guy. You're in a certain tax bracket. You're a Trump guy. Well, originally right? you're from Virginia, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm originally from Virginia. So that's even more red, isn't it? <laughs> I used or to they're pretty equal. Yes. They're pretty, they're pretty equal, right? Accent. Both pretty equal. I used to watch Celebrity Apprentice. I get it. Highly entertaining. Can't keep my eyes off him. I get it. Well, but besides that, what surprised you about LA? Yeah. Oh, uh, the uh, apartments did not come with refrigerators and uh, washer and dryers. Or basements. Um, <laughs> my God. Dude, I feel, like they, I feel like most of them come with the if, refrigerators. I think or microwave ovens. I think, well, yeah. microwave. Not the ones in the Hollywood Hills. Every think, place I've lived in has a refrigerator. I've seen some without. I've seen some without. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. I just looked at one place. <laughs> okay. it's, it's amazing, like, what you can get in Texas, you know, for a thousand bucks a month. Yeah. yeah. I just was not really prepared for that. Wasn't prepared for the traffic. Wasn't prepared for the expense of it all. So, it's lots of things. So, when, when you moved here... And uh, did you research any of this ahead of time? Or are you just like, I'm going on a whim? Just, just I actually was surprised on, on the traffic. He's like, <laughs> my God, there's so much traffic here. Actually, I think podcasts have helped that. You're, you're all's podcasts help me. Hey, deal with the traffic. That's true. Yeah. We, that's going to be, like to do that. we're going to pull that sound clip and we're going to use that. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, before podcast, before I started listening, I was pretty angry all the time. And trying to, <laughs> you can imagine. Well, you were yeah. also going through vicious personal things. Yeah, probably. Uh, Can't drink and drive with you, all kinds of you things. Can, yeah, you can be angry and just have nothing going on. What kind of lawsuits have you been involved with? <laughs> uh, this got weird. So, um, <laughs> oh, we don't have to talk about it. Yeah. Um, it's just us. I want to try and sound sincere um, because I'd really like to know your experience as a person of color. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think you're supposed to I've, call you it that anymore. You know what's great about a California. person of color? Yeah, I don't think that's how you. That's no, that's well, this guy people, dated it's a colored, people of color. So right, yeah, not, you know, let's, say let's not bring a colored her person anymore. No, I didn't say colored person. I said person of color. Right. But Johnny could say it. Ash could say it, but not me. Are you offended, Johnny? Nah, it takes okay. a lot to offend me. But okay, you know what? <laughs> but, but I work people. with a bunch of bigoted people <laughs> who don't necessarily care about the experience of people of color, and that's fine. Listen, you can care about whatever you want, but let's, I let's do. Let's call them minorities. How about that? Instead of people of color. Well, they're the majority if they're all together. And they're the majority here in Los Angeles. 
Uh, actually, they, uh, but they're not in power. I like that California is not as racist as, as a lot of other places that I've been. This is the first place where people have not said, go back to your country terrorist. In Texas, yet. they do that. I've, I've gotten it from a Mexican guy, actually. I used, <laughs> at to, say, a bar. I, I used to say that to my buddy all the time back yeah. home in Arizona. He's, he's, he's from the Middle East, and I'd be like, bro, do they still let you into the airport or what? Bro, thanks for 9-11. We're good friends, though. Yeah, yeah we're funny. great friends. He makes jokes about me and makes jokes about him. I'm like, oh, man, hey, there's your uncle. You and he know? goes, hey, like, there's your taco. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, you get it, dude. Yeah, I do. I get dude, it. It's all good humor. But you don't um, You never. Th- you don't think that's been a problem for you, like, book, booking roles? Because you've been pretty recently with the woke movement. I mean, you didn't really have to be here in the 90s when they were casting just for friends, and that's it. Anyway, next question. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're so it's not so racist here is what you're it's saying. It's not so racist. I, I was at a Houston bar one time and uh, this random Mexican guy just comes up, takes my wine bottle that I have and just takes a swig of it. I'm like, dude, you have to pay for that. You can't just take my wine bottle. And he's like, if you don't shut up, I'm going to send you back to your country. <laughs> That's explicit racism. <laughs> how, what? How old were both of you? You know what you should have? You should have looked them straight in the eye and been like, I'm from Mexico. <laughs> in your 20s, 30s? Yeah, 30s. Damn. Um, What'd you very do? surprising to me. I, I just told the bouncer and got rid of him. And the That's bouncer great. was Mexican too. And he's like, yeah. he's, a, he's actually right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The bouncer <laughs> took a swig of your... Yeah, the bouncer <laughs> told me to leave. So That, does, that does happen out here though. You see those tirades every now Not and really. then. It happens everywhere, right? Hmm. One time uh, a guy at a bar thought that um, I was being... Um, it was New well, Year's he Eve. Was, he was drunk, and I just, we were at New Year's Eve, one of those places where we had to pay like 70 bucks and Sassafras. free drinks all night. Sassafras and Hollywood. But they have this set menu, you know? They have the set menu, so you can only order like five drinks the whole night, but it's all free after you pay the 70 bucks. Still good. But they were weirdly named drinks. Yeah, it was great. Anyway, it's really loud. Um, I just happened to see this, like there was a menu across the bar, so I go, hey, uh, amigo, can you hand me the uh, menu, please? <laughs> okay. Um, he didn't even like look as dark as you he looked <laughs> but I, I guess he was mexican he look as dark as me but he was no not at all i mean i guess he did look a little bit mexican but it was really dark i didn't it was nothing i was just saying hey man can you pass me the menu i just want to order a drink and he was like what'd you say like he, this guy was really drunk Oof. and yeah. i was like Wait, he was the bartender no no he was he just was a customer this oh. guy had a chip on his shoulder yeah and i was like i said hey amigo can you pass me that uh menu please and he was like dude i don't know he started accusing me of being racist i was like dude i just was looking for the menu you are racist though in, w- in what poor, way? Poor choice of words, man. In amigo. What, but in what way, but Ash, am I racist? You should not call him Amigo. Yeah. Because you don't even call him a friend. You don't. Oh, you, I, enemy. You yeah. should have been playing off like, no, no, I was talking about Migos. Migos. You know, <laughs> the, the group, Migos. man. Listen, if somebody called me, hey, uh, Blanco, I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> here's the menu. <laughs> I, would, Guys, I would love for someone to say that. People say that to me all the time. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Blanco, hey, pass me that menu real quick. Yeah, people, okay. Well, they don't say, I didn't say it with that attitude. <laughs> I just right. remember dude, both of you were kind of drunk and just yeah, dude, nobody was, was backing was like, down. Well, because his girlfriend was pushing him back, and I was like, because he, like, he was like, do you want me to kick your ass? Or something like that. I'm paraphrasing now. I can't remember exactly, but uh, I was like, yeah, dude, why don't you try it? Because I was just wanting the menu, and I was like, you know, trying to like, I wasn't back. It was fun. Did you get your drink at least? <laughs> yeah, I got it because his girlfriend made him back off. Okay. Love, love to get him on the pod. All right, one. <laughs> you know what I love? Uh, you know, because we've worked with Ash in our um, in humor endorphins. I was waiting for Ash to bring it up. Sketch comedy. <laughs> sketch comedy channel. You know what I love about working with Ash? Johnny? Go ahead. I love his attitude on set. When we went to Vegas to do the game show and we filmed comedy sketches together, Ash always has the best attitude. Do I? Don't you guys think? Uh, Ash 
we don't know if he says this jokingly, but he always says, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> after, we, after we spend a day he on set. He seems sincere about it. Yeah. Yeah. Is I that will say that. Like uh, in LA, the highest point. <laughs> That's the highest point The highest before? point has been being with humor endorphins. I got to say. So how long have you been here now? A year and a half. Okay. Uh, since day one to now, what would you do different if you could? Oh boy, I don't think I would do anything different. Like, I think I'm, I'm I'm moving at a rapid clip. I just you know work really hard, stay in class, make content. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you like about the class that we met in Screen Actor System, and what do you like about your new class now for people looking for acting classes? I like that you have a chance to you know make your own reel, but if you have your own equipment, then that you know phases out. You can make your own content anywhere. I like the fact that you can um, screen put as many system. scripts as you want. Up and screen actors. This system. is screen actors system, yeah. okay. But more importantly, it's the people that I met. Mm-hmm. You know, I met all of you guys. I met met really terrific people that I can now co-create with. That's like the most powerful thing about a class. Any class is a network you build, because theoretically, I would argue that you know once you're at a certain point in your acting, you can just get a script, you know, pick up some sides and just get together with some people. And put it on camera and like give critiques to each other and just get better that way. If you respect them, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the trick is finding somebody who's like can lead a class well, right? But if any of you guys could leave an ego at the door. Yeah. yeah. But if, if like we were exactly. in a room together, Austin and Johnny would be speaking up just as much as me. There's really no leader of the class, right? But that's I mean, what Ash is saying. Ash is saying if you just get a group of your peers, yeah. you guys can critique each other. Exactly. I think just have like the entire room critique it. Yeah, that's good, but I think it's like if you have one person in charge. Too many cooks, man. Too many cooks. But like, it's cool. Like the group critique, I agree. But like, especially with people you respect. But you know, there's some people who we were, you know, who like to talk, and maybe you're like, okay, you know, I heard what you had to say, but can we move on? They're like, no, no, no. If you just, you know, you need that leader to move things along. Got to respect the people you're with, right? And their time. (laughs) So when you came here, oftentimes people might do this, and they might they might put a timeline. They're like, all right. If I don't make it in five years, I'm out of here. Did I you do that with yourself? I think that's the cool thing about having gone through the journey of being a doctor. You know, like, because I spent years in med school, uh, residency, fellowship, and then I became a professor because I knew that it's a, it's a long-term journey. And that's the thing about any professional coming out and doing an arts career is that they know, oh, hey, this is a marathon. So I just need to, like, create an income that I can sustain, you know, for 10 or more years and I'll eventually make it. So I don't have a timeline, you know, I'm just like, I'll make it eventually and I will work as hard as I can. But if I don't make it in four five, seven, ten 10 years, it's not like I'm going to go home because I know this is a, this is just a long-term journey. Plus you have that. And I enjoy it. You have I enjoy this. Can you imagine like doing something that you hate? Yeah. It's for it's 15 years. It pays really, pays the bills really well. Which is what you did. <laughs> oh yeah. Just to pay bills. I mean, yeah, I was working 10 hours a month, making 300000 a year. 10, 10 hours, hours a, month? a month? So that's perfect. But why could why, you not do that in it? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Well, you, can't, you can only go so far in Houston. You fucked like, that up, dude. I you should have done that, that in Los Angeles. You can't transfer that here? You like, can't what, take what, a job what was at a special, hospital? What was your specialty? But like, I, I would, oh, it's uh, transfusion blood. medicine, blood banking. And they don't need one guy to do that here? They do, but they make you work a lot. Oh. Yeah. Houston's a lot more He's lax like, with the want, medical rules. I don't, I don't want to work, work 15 lot. hours <laughs> exactly. a month. That's too much. Any more than 10 hours a month is crazy. So you know, would, you would, know, Are you trying to come off as unrelatable because uh, people... <laughs> 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 would you recommend somebody, you know, makes bank for like 10 years doing a job they don't like and then move out and have this freedom in L.A.? Or would you wish you would have came out 
and struggled financially a little more, but, you know, started this 10 years ago? Uh, it just depends on your personality, you know? Like, I'm not the type of person that I could, you know, do struggle financially and do this at the same time, you know? I, I built up some residual income. I was very smart about my decision to move here. I was like, I've got some income coming in through residual sources, and now I can make that move because I need to, you know, keep doing this for 10 years. You know, I'm not going to just, like, do this for a couple years and then go home, you know, save... I'm not going to come out here with $100,000 and then say, hey, if I don't make it in two years, I'm going to go back to medicine. My, my journey with medicine is over. I'm not doing that anymore. Except it doesn't matter TV. what happens. And, yep. Yeah. And now it's CBD. Yeah. So what, did it, what are your re, uh, residual income sources, if you can reveal those? Photography. Oh, Shutterstock. Uh, stocks. Okay. Yeah. Stocks? What yeah. stocks you like? Oh. But that's okay. just, I just hold for a very long Mar- time. Market little, a little S&P? Little S&P? Little S and P, right? Okay, all right. Sure. S and P five hundred. Yeah. What do you think about Bitcoin? I think Bitcoin is going to be a sham, a sham for a lot of people. And people, it, gonna, ha- it happened to me, man. Yeah, you can't make it's jewelry with Bitcoin. Collapse. I'm fifteen thousand in the hole. So what would cause it to collapse? This uh, when there's no more bitcoins that can be mined, I think the whole thing is going to come down, crashing on everybody. When those bitcoins, or just, well, that's regulation. not for a hundred years. Or if people regulate. Well, we'll be dead by then, dude. In what so we won't have now? to deal with I'm that. I'm kidding. I don't, I don't know. I don't know enough about Bitcoin to tell you what's going to happen. It's just, I don't really I understand don't know enough, enough about it. This I guy's a big Tron supporter. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's going to pick up? Do you, do you think it's going to pick up? I could really use a couple more pennies. Do it. All right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so your financial advice. My Tron stock yeah. is... I, I understand, you know, I don't really understand real estate that well either. So I wouldn't invest in that. I, I understand I, stocks. I think real estate is probably the safest, but investment can you give us one stock tip like what's a stock you're liking i'm all about marathons you know buy and hold just keep uh one stock that i'm thinking about is uh ericsson because they supply all the 5g to everybody um they've got a lot of contracts Mm. with sprint and verizon 5g is coming out pretty soon it is but you look Um, at if a company's profitable also oh yeah you got to look at the entire guy went heavy and we work you know (laughs) you got to look at a lot of things, price to sales ratio. You got to look at you know is their revenues Trying growing every dividends. year. If you wanted, if you're a dividend player, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I could see. I, I could see it, man. I could see you rising up early, coffee in hand, ready, newspaper in the other. Got the charts in front of you. On ready your to start the day. That's right. Yeah, that's what we are. Dude, roll. how'd you get an agent when you moved here? Uh, <laughs> I went to the SAG After website to look at the SAG After franchised agents. And I just went in alphabetical order, A through C. There's a lot. (laughs) Cold email. Cold email. Hi, my name is Ash. I said, interesting story on the subject line. Nice. Because they already know you're submitting. You got him. Yeah. What was that story? I got him in the hook. Interesting story. Hey, I just quit a job. (laughs) Okay. You should should have been the subject line actor or doctor turned actor. actor. I mean, that's basically what he did. It's pretty good. Uh, There's some that I put ethnically ambiguous actor in the subject line just to like, yeah. Just a buzzword, him. buzzword. I don't think that worked out. They're like, well. we don't got a, we got <laughs> enough of those, buddy. Yeah. Don't be racist. I might be white, but I might be Indian. Dude, you can't say that yeah. anymore. White? I'm kidding, dude. Indian? Me a hard time. He said ethnically. ethnically. I'm giving you a hard time. I, I personally like the way Asif Khan approaches. He's another person. I remember that. I remember that, dude. Middle Eastern guy. Yeah. Who? Oh, Asif. Oh, right? Asif. Isn't it, Asif. Isn't it Asif? Asif. And what did he do? He, he, uh, he does some really crazy things. He'll awesome. just walk into the office and be like, you guys want me. I know you want me. You Wait, know? Aaron, you remember YouTube who that channel. was, right? Yeah, awesome. Yeah, okay. he, he liked to smoke a lot of weed. 
Yeah, I'll do. I remember he uh, he was the one that uh, was it Matt. I can't remember who it was. Somebody was telling me a story. There was a Budweiser commercial, and they had actual beers in the audition. And the first thing they said is, "Don't drink the beer that don't open them." Because you're not supposed to even drink in the commercial anyway. They probably only and had he, a couple. He cracked it oh, first thing open right. and he started pounding the beer in the audition. And they were like, the guy was like, dude, I just told you not to do this. <laughs> did he book it? Callback. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But then he did it in the callback. I think he did it in the callback and they were probably like, buddy. <laughs> but the thing is, if you did it at the audition and you got booked it, you know, why not? I don't know. He was rewarded the first time. Yeah. They only have so many beers, probably. But yeah. and they they're looking forward to drinking them. So <laughs> so somebody just responded to your cold call or cold email and said, "Hey, come in." Yeah, I got some interviews like that, just cool. through emails. Cool. Yeah. Did you believe in the phone call anymore? Does the phone call work? Calling. I haven't the tried it. I don't really like to talk on the phone. Yeah, I just like mean, to yeah. text. Yeah, me neither, dude. Yeah. Nobody does anymore. Nobody, yeah. People are like, Maybe "Why are you work. calling me?" It might work. It could because they're like uh, nobody calls. It's like a weird thing. I think it's a it's a totally different world for actors, you know, with the internet available and social media and YouTube. You don't you don't go through the traditional channels of um, needing to audition for agencies. Like if you're like, hey, I'm um, I've got a lot of followers and I'm really good as an actor, and they'll be like, sure, we'll take you. That's, yeah, that's they just want that audience. Thing. Yeah, they do want that audience. So you've thought about starting a YouTube channel or something? Cynical guy, I recall, <laughs> right? Uh, I thought it was optimist. You know, like I, like I said before, I've been listening to a lot of Gary Vee, and it's all about personal branding. And you know, he he made some very interesting points. Uh, one is that if you're if you're an actor and you're not putting out content, I mean, what are you doing? Because waiting for that phone, it's call. free to put it, your stuff up on YouTube. You don't have to pay for that airtime, right? Because it is airtime. Um, whatever, whatever social media you have. And if you want to target people, it's pretty cheap to target people. And it's better to get in now when you can target people rather than when TV and everybody else gets into the industry of promoting their stuff on Facebook. I think they're already doing that. Yeah, it's the they're on YouTube. Jimmy, Kim, Jimmy Kimmel's but the, the king price hasn't team. been driven up yet. I mean, like, you know, how much does a commercial cost it's on national It's TV? still affordable. Yeah, saying. it's still affordable right now. So that's why, you know, if you know how to use Google AdWords and Facebook ads and then you have a lot of content that's that's a way to go but you just pay for it right yeah you pay for that. that's how you use it yeah so you think that's like the kind of the new way now because uh i just read that article about the guy from aladdin that said ever since he's done aladdin he's never he hasn't had an audition since really will lead of aladdin oh wow (laughs) the indian guy there was another yeah it has only been a year and a half yeah but (laughs) okay but uh Uh, it's only been a year and a half the movie didn't come out till three months yeah but he said he hasn't had a single audition since wait i thought i thought you said something else like it wasn't like a I've never booked a single role since. No, he says I haven't had an audition. That's bullshit. I think it's that? it was an article. He was on an interview. We'd cast. We'd he give came out. Up. He came out and said, like, I just want you guys to realize that even if you make this huge move and you're the like the main actor, and it doesn't mean you're set. Dude, that's wow. Jussie Smollett stuff. I'm calling it. That's BS. I bet he's had offers for auditions. I I I, I agree. I think he's had something at least, but that's what he said. I think the, the creating the content is, is the way to go, really. I mean, you look at any actor that even has a show, they're making stuff on YouTube. You know, Will Smith is a king of that, right? Um, there's also the lead, I, don't, I forget her name, but she was on Riverdale, and she has a huge following on YouTube. She, she made it alongside the think, TV show. I think all those people on Riverdale have a large following. Kelly Ripa. 
but they create they create stuff at the same time and and industry people want to continue to hire you if you have you know so if an industry person wanted to hire you which humor endorphin sketch we can go look this up right now trump one totally this is this is good. I like Field of Yips the best. I've always liked Field of hey, Yips. Hey, this guy Thank you. Johnny <laughs> Thank Ray you. Diaz wrote it. Somebody gets it. Yeah, that is a good Somebody one. Somebody gets <laughs> it. Yeah, that was a fun one. Sean Fawaz yeah. agreed too. That's Just right. saying. Stand-up comedian. Just Somebody saying. nobody Fawaz. knows. <laughs> yeah. Except us. Sean's cool. <laughs> so we, we, we try to make some stuff. Everybody go look up Field of Yips right now and see Ash in his comedy prime. Look up look up Humor Endorphins. Like and subscribe it. There you go. Watch a bunch of stuff. There you go. You know? and, and I Get those uh, views up. I hate to ruin the mood. I'm going to take off in about two minutes. I have what to time go, is it? I have to go. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. I have to go shoot <coughs> shoot a uh, or rehearse for Jacindy's web series. But uh, Give it a free plug. I don't, I don't know the name of it. <laughs> Forget. Uh, so it's a, it's a, about last, a last question for Ash? No, well, Ash. I, I had one. Last question. Or, or I thought you guys would continue. Yeah, yeah you guys are already I watched that one more question. I was going to say, Ash, last question for me. Oh, yeah. Which is your favorite sketch on humor endorphins? <laughs> I like the, uh, the the case. Okay. The first one. Okay. About the second one. You uh, like the first and, and what was the last thing we did? Uh, the song. With the Halloween one? Halloween. Did you guys, did you guys listen to the song? The Halloween one. The song I thought was pretty good. I haven't listened yet. Oh, we got some very interesting stuff coming up. Brian did a good job. In a few weeks with Brian Galise. Brian Galise is amazing, too. We hope, we hope to have him on the pod when his episode of Westworld comes out. Yeah. There you go. Right, bye, Austin. See ya. All right, dude. Thanks for uh, ditching us. Now you got to just have two people talking to me. Sorry. Ash, my question for you is, because you have seen um, quite a few of these episodes, us as hosts... <laughs> We're, um, you know, we're trying to work on it, dude. We try, dude, but we're, you know, uh, how can we improve as hosts or individually? What characteristics do you like or dislike about us individually? Like, what are our roles on the show that you that you can pick out? I think Johnny's role is to continue to have the serious conversation. <laughs> People, Johnny's great. <laughs> at try that. to keep everybody on track. I have to keep the conversation <laughs> moving, otherwise, yeah. Johnny, it's, just, it's Johnny, just a joke fest. Like, he kills yeah. it. <laughs> and. Uh, Aaron's role is, is the antagonizer, and it's a good role to have. So name one time I've antagonized a guest. I can't exactly remember. You can't, oh, you can't name you one. Say, you say, you right do now. say. <laughs> no, you know what? That, that's how you win your arguments. You're like, ah, oh. it's kind of like what my brother does. You don't even remember, so well, you just, don't have any arguments. Oh, I'm, well, I'm, well, you're just going on feeling right now. I'm asking you to name an example. Well, there was the example where you said we had a little bit of a dicey conversation at the beginning. I don't think that was really you and me? dicey. No, no, with uh, Renee Menes. Uh, you know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back through the, all the podcasts just so you guys have even more airtime, and I will give you a list I mean, of everything. But skip the first five because I agree I was a little <laughs> bit antagonistic. Um, but I, I don't. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I, I like it. I, I like that you're so antagonistic in a villain. But I wasn't to Re- Renee Mena. I wasn't. If I, I was, um, you I just was, want to give the other. You're the devil's advocate. That's you, what it well, is. I shouldn't say antagonist. Was, okay, you're the devil's advocate. But that wasn't a good example right? because with Renee Mena. I, uh, I just warned the audience. I was like, hey, it starts off a little saucy. Johnny was saying, yeah, I don't know where it went. I was like, no, I liked it. We're all just you know, have, having a good time. And then you cut to the interview and you saw us just having a good time. I wasn't antagonistic with him. I think it's Austin and you were like good cop, bad cop hmm. okay. kind of thing going on. He tries so. to keep you in check. Any other example before we move on to Johnny? Because I don't want to <laughs> stick with this. Any other <laughs> you example? You already got to me. You Besides the Renee, Renee Mena, is there any other thing you think of? Because I don't think that's there a good was one. A, I remember there was an actress on there. I'm trying to think. What would uh, she look like? <laughs> Because we know the names. You're giving her a lot of shit. What is oh, she? Um, was oh. it the... Um, Blonde hair? No, Might no. Might have been one of the Latina. Actors. No, yeah, the oh, short Justina? film. No, 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 the other one. Um, uh, Armida. Armida. Yes. 
I think it was our meetup. What did you she, say? Dude, she loved me. What did you she say? She loved her? me. But but just because you're antagonistic doesn't mean that you're a bad guy or people hate you. Antagonistic's so you the wrong word because Ash okay, just brought yeah. up a great example where I had such a good rapport with a guest. See, the she, thing about Aaron is that she like, loved me and I loved her. He's good at being a little more confrontational, antagonizing. But the thing is that like he does it in a likable way. So you're like, the all right, villain. well it's like okay. But if it was like a, if it was like another guy, you'd be like, dude, why are you? What's up with you, man? Like <laughs> yeah. this uh, negative energy. Oh, thanks, yeah. man. So thanks. you can straddle the line. Hasn't done anything with me. Hasn't been totally uh, straight. Yeah, well, Ash, so. Ash but, takes it pretty well. But Armida, we had a great rapport. She liked me a lot. I right. think, and I like, and I like her. Get, we Did get, you get her number later. We get it, dude. I can message her whenever I'm on. <laughs> oh, okay. Good job, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so anyway, I want to get back to acting. Why did you, you know, choose choose this versus medicine? And yeah, I, I want to. That's say that's what that, I'm most like, curious about. I didn't really fit in. I didn't fit into the medical world so with the because people. because I just joked around and like kind of enjoyed life all the time. Like for instance, I was on uh, when I was a medical student, I was on a gyn obstetrics rotation, and they were talking very having very serious conversations about the fallopian tube and different ways to tie it and different procedures and stuff. And I was like, why don't you guys do what I do? Just pull out, <laughs> and nobody really laughed. And I was like, that was a joke, guys. They're like, what's the medical And term then I got wrote up for it. It is. Oh, really? So, yeah. So <laughs> with, oh, you made people uncomfortable. With the, hist- with, with the hysterectomy, like a, there is more of a risk than just a yeah. uh, what the guys go through. So, yeah, I can, you know, it's like, oh, you might die, but Ash just got that joke in. That was good. <laughs> Did you ever, well, I guess this probably wasn't your area of medicine, but I always thought it'd be funny. Maybe this isn't the right thing to do. But you're <laughs> delivering news to a patient and you're just like looking at the chart very seriously. And you're just like, <laughs> you got six months. And they're like, wait, what? I just came in for a physical. They're like, till I got to see you again. Six <laughs> yeah, six months. Uh, you know, like, did you ever do that's, that at all? That's exactly my sense of humor. Dude, it just would, doesn't work. I would <laughs> always think that that would be so. When I worked at a bank, I remember sometimes, oftentimes, people get very fragile with their money, right? They're very sensitive about it. I'd pull up their accounts. They'd ask up a question about whatever, and I'd be like, um... Actually, all your accounts are actually <laughs> negative. They've been liquidated. Come on, dude. And they'd be like, wait, what? Yeah, I'm looking at it right here. It's completely zeroed out. You and said they, that. Yeah. I would do, and, they, and they'd be like, are you, what? Are you kidding me? And I'm like, nah, I'm just joking with you. And they'd be like, they'd look at me like, dude, that wasn't cool. And I'd be like, oh, I thought it was funny. I thought you, it was so kind of funny. You actually get away with that. I, can't, I couldn't get away with it in medicine. Well, I mean, because it's their it's health, dude. Yeah, it's their yeah, life. But exactly. some of those accounts had hundreds of thousands of dollars. Or, you know, they had, or even if they had a thousand, a thousand dollars to them, for them to lose a thousand dollars is a That's big great. deal. So it's like, regardless yeah. the amount, it was a hundred percent. Johnny told them they lost. I mean, it's dude. Some people just can't, can't handle it. Some dude. people can't handle no. it. You can't, you can't deal with those serious jobs. Right. So what do you think if, if you were to go back into medicine, what is the most humorous position in medicine? Great question. Where you could be like, oh, that guy's a joke taker because he is. A proctologist. Yeah, proctologist. Ass man. Yeah. What it, what uh, would it be? I don't know. I mean, even... Gynecologist? You know, like... I don't know. There's just... You can't say anything inappropriate in the OR. People are getting in trouble, like, a lot. People are getting sued, too, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but they're definitely getting in trouble. They're getting doctors get sued? Do I not think doctors <laughs> get sued for that, for saying inappropriate things in the surgery room? Wow. I've, I've seen people have do like YouTube videos where they're dancing and stuff and then getting sued by patients, but yeah, they also are having bad surgery outcomes. So, well, they're like, you're not operating. I mean, you're dancing. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. It's kind of like that Seinfeld bit where he goes to the dentist 
and he, he kind of hazily wakes up in a daze from this <laughs> Novocaine or whatever the anesthesia, and then he sees the dentist putting his clothes back on, and he's like, "Dude, did I just get molested? <laughs> what is the, he did with something with the nurse? Like, what happened?" It's hilarious, dude. It could maybe it happens, dude. Got an anti-dentite uh, over here. Oh. Easy there, pal. Now you're going to say they should have their own schools. <laughs> they do have their own schools. See? <laughs> oh. Watched every episode of Seinfeld, both of you, right? Yeah. I've seen many of too, them. Too many times. Yeah. yeah, I've seen a bunch of them over again. But. So for a young, feeble-minded actor out there <laughs> that is living in Houston, Texas, a big red state, super conservative, very Republican, eating steak every day, and they're thinking like, you know what? I want to take my talents to La La Land and this liberal, crazy town. Social what advice would you give them? Justice warrior. What should they do to become this famous actor that you want to become? How can they fit in I with this town? I already am a famous actor, Johnny. I'm in humor. True. But I'm telling you, what advice would you uh, give to them? Okay. To well, what would you do? To, to people who are conservative coming to, to L.A.? I'm not conservative. And, Andrew Yang is a good, like, middle road. You can say, oh, I'm for yeah. Andrew. Let, let it go, dude. He's not going to do anything. And still yeah. be kind of like, okay. I would say don't let your parents crush your dreams, you know? Um, if you, there's something that you really love, then go for it because you've only got one life to live. You've got a very short time on this planet. And, yeah, sure, you can make a lot of money and piss on your soul and be depressed, or you can just really swing for the fences and keep going with it and do what you love. I, don't, I wasn't ready for a pause, but Boom. okay, thank you. Swing <laughs> for the fences. I like that, dude. Swing for the fences. Yeah. You might strike out. You might strike out. Uh, but you but might get a ball. You get, I would rather die knowing that I tried than... So what you're trying to, what you're trying to say old, is... If I'm like going back on my deathbed, I'm like, I never did the thing I wanted to do. 80 years old, living in a studio in West Hollywood. Maybe even... And you're just it. like, man. At least I did it. Keep going. At least I did it. I got one more student film audition today. This could be the one. Exactly. <laughs> I agree. I mean, my roommate, who is a director, would say something totally opposite than that. Such yeah. as? Tell he, us about this roommate you have, by the way. Yeah, he's an old director, WGA, DGA, does all those things, worked with John Cassavetes. Old Hollywood, huh? Yeah, he's got some bad advice. And, I, and I've, been, <laughs> I've, been to, I've been to his house, big house. Yeah. Yeah, he, he took the movie from his. Uh, he took the money from his movie and put it all in real estate. Doesn't really make any movies right now. He does. He he believes it's an art and you should have your, you know, a lot of money coming in, rather than focusing on the art. But I feel like if he'd focused on the art, he would have been very successful as a director. That's the bad advice. Well, he just says, you know, I I feel, I feel so sorry for all these like fifty year old women that are still handing out headshots. It's like just go home already and. Uh, well, you know, do something different. They've never cast money. a fifty-year-old woman. Is but, that what he but thinks? But we're all thinking that. I mean, right? I never thought that. I never thought that. I'm like, kidding. Wow, that's, gonna, uh, that's courageous. Gonna, you're not going to play the young yeah. ingenue, but you, yeah. they're still cast yeah. for. Well, and also the other thing is like, what is this bullshit about working actor? There's no working actors. You're either a movie star or you're not. I'm like, uh, what do you mean? Disagree. Working actor making two hundred thousand. I mean, there's plenty of actors that are making six figures. Yeah, they're not super famous, but they're making two or three hundred thousand a year. Guy who played the father on Step Brothers. That guy. What, Richard Jenkins? Yeah. What do you mean he's like nominated <laughs> for an Oscar? He's a character actor, though. Yeah, but that dude's been in like a shit ton of stuff. Yeah. He's also yeah, know. like, you know. <laughs> he's probably a multimillionaire. I was just saying he's not like an A-lister. Right, but he's, you could argue he's made, not a movie star, but like when you're on, once you're nominated for an Oscar, it's like, it's like a badge of honor, right? 
Unless you're Nicolas Cage. No, dude, that guy is the one of my favorite actors. I oh, love, really? I love that guy. I'm not saying he's good. We had a uh, but he's entertaining acting instructor that says the curse of the Oscars, right? Every time you get an Oscar, then your your career just goes down. <sighs> I mean, that, that does happen I sometimes. I don't know. I mean, Ryan brought it up <coughs> once. He said a lot of interesting stuff. I can't remember his point with that. What are you saying? Don't try for an Oscar? Or? Yeah, I think so. No. Um, it's a campaign anyway. I mean, we're probably saying people rest on their laurels. Yeah, exactly. Campaign. You're above that. You're in it for the art. I'm in it for the art for sure. I don't care if I win any awards. Are hey. you in it for the art or the money? Both. But you already, what, you're in it for Selfish, the money? Selfish, dude. Selfish. Yeah. I want to make money from this for sure. Oh, okay. If you go into it just for the art, then you're just going to do it for the art. But if you're doing it for the art and the money, when you make money from it. When Johnny asked you to officially be on this podcast, because I was texting you last night and you just assumed I was going to ask you to be on this podcast, <laughs> and then Johnny actually asked you, um, you, stories must have flashed through your head since you've listened. What story did you think, man, I might tell this on this podcast today? I think I told them all. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have a kind of an interesting story, but it's very short. So, well, we're almost out of time. When, we were, when, when I was in Houston auditioning, there was this uh, commercial that I went up to audition for. And uh, as I said before, photography is part of my income, and I take pictures of myself and sell them. Well, on the uh, storyboard for that audition, I was there on the picture, and I told the casting director, I was like, yo, you don't need to look any further. I'm right there. It's like, really? Oh, that was really you? Yeah, I was on the storyboard because they'd bought the picture from That's awesome. the stock. Did they buy it or did they just, it had like the Shutterstock uh, thing it, on it? No, I think they actually bought it. Nice. Yeah. And, so uh, and did I you was like, book it? She said, no, I didn't book it. <laughs> okay. I was, uh, so I must have been really bad at that time. That's hilarious. Because did to have a sign like that where they're right. like, this is the guy this is that the you guy want. We want. <laughs> and she believed it. She was like, yes, that is you. Yeah, she believed it because I'm an honest person. Well, she could but also look at the photo and be like, yeah, that's you. Yeah, she saw it. And she's like, oh, that is you. Wow, that's crazy. She's, she's like, like oh, no, I'll no. let them know. I'll let the producers this know. This is a storyboard we we're trying to avoid. <laughs> this is the... <laughs> of oh. the things we don't want. Right. Yeah. Hey, man, you know what, dude? There's no guarantee in this town. <laughs> I just went to the Burger King callback, and I think that's pretty much guaranteed. Booked it. Are you going to eat me for the for the commercial? I would do it, although I'd uh, prefer the Impossible Whopper. You sick bastard. They'd oh, I'm sorry. Give you the impossible burger. Um, but I, but I would though. I would eat meat for a SAG commercial. Wouldn't you guys? You guys are all vegan, oh, yeah. right? Uh, union commercial. Yeah, I'd yeah, do it. Of course. But then I, I would use that money to save a, f- a nice young, frail am- animal. Yeah, exactly. I would. Nice and young. Yeah. <laughs> Feeble. Feeble. Eager. Didn't know where that was going, Johnny. I don't know. I don't know. Either. I don't even know where I'm going right now. I'm delusional right now. Lack of sleep. So I guess you'll probably take this podcast and put it in a pile of things <laughs> you really don't want to show yet. There w- it was a little bit different. You know, it was yeah. kind of like just like friends hanging out. It was kind of like the Johnny Day one, except... Uh, except Ash isn't going to quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except that one at the end wasn't kind of like really disheartening. Johnny Day... I, I do extra work. I'm not above uh, it. I do anything. But here's the way I look at extra work is uh, I'm always like, hey... Um, I tell them up front, I'm like, I'm a doctor. Do you have any scenes where, you know, you need to be in a, in a medical area? And they believe you. Yeah. I should they believe, do that You know, it's surprising. You, anybody could do that. They're I not going to check right. it. Right. That's true. You know? But you look like you could be a doctor. Right? I, I think don't so. know. I feel like I'm a freak. If I see an Indian guy in a sports coat, doctor. All or Indians in wear sports, sports coats, right? Exactly. Do they? Dermatologists? Do I dress like other Indian guys? Do Someone you, said I do. Do you iron your mm-hmm. own shirts or are they all pressed by a dry cleaner? No, I iron my shirts. You do a great job. Every time this guy's got an iron dress shirt. <laughs> Polished. <laughs> Fresh that's, out of the dry That's cleaner. what one of my friends said. He's like, forget medicine. Just like 
you are the best iron arm shirt. That's like, <laughs> okay. best. I asked Jesus. him, I was like, what do you think my skills are? And he's like, no one can iron shirts. Like Dry that. cleaning business. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one who noticed. You then. noticed too. <laughs> All right. Amen. Today that's, you're rocking a cardigan, dude. You got the cardigan today. Yeah. It's Very a special, uh, special day for me to be on the uh, Surviving Hollywood podcast. I had to look at the picture to remember the name. Very but techie Silicon Valley. It's nice. one of my favorite podcasts. Yeah. And we appreciate the one fan we have. Yeah, where can our audience find you, my friend? You can find me on uh, Humor Endorphins. Check that out. Humor, Humor Endorphins on uh-huh. YouTube. Uh-huh. And also Instagram and Facebook. Cynical Ash, guy. Oh, okay. Ash Tholpatty. Ash And how do, you sp- how do you spell that for the audience? They don't know how to spell Tholpatty? Mm. They might not. <laughs> Tholpatty. I always have I'm to I'm going to do it very slow. The first name is Ash, of course. A-S-H. Short, versus short, Evil Dead. Short for? Short for Ashok, which means why don't the one you, without sorrow. Why don't you go with that one? Ashok Tholpatty is you my seem doctor like, name. You seem like you have some sorrow in the back of your smile. <laughs> I have okay. plenty of sorrow. Back of your smile? <laughs> it's, it's always there. It's just always baseline there. Well, should we talk about that? That should have been what the podcast is about. Dude. Yeah. Dude, because when we went to Vegas together and... Um, that was a great time. Yeah, we I had fun, actually. Show network. I had fun. And these guys thought I would... Totally bomb. <laughs> Matt Pescio blew it. I didn't think you'd bomb. Matt Pescio blew it. We each get like 250 bucks, right? Or 150 or something? I don't think we can even talk about anything that we've done until it's aired. Has it aired yet? Uh, come on, well, we're dude. giving up 150. They're going to mail it to us. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the mail already. Travesty, man. That was the word. It was a travesty <laughs> that we lost. This what a great podcast is a travesty. What a great time. But, I after, but after we came back in the car ride, driving in the middle of the night from Vegas to Los Angeles, Ash, Johnny's asleep in the back. So it was a hellish day in that <laughs> uh, like box they put us in. Yeah, they put us in like a storage crate. But Ash turns to me, and you were asleep, and he goes, I needed this. Oh, yeah. You said that to me, too. You know what? I If I'm not on set or if I'm not working on something, then, yeah, I feel a little bit down, you know? I need that time. I need that time. I, I just love being there on any production, even if I'm helping out with the production. It's yeah. Like, all right. That's one thing I like about Ash, dude. He's always got a good state. You know, like, yeah, he's fun yeah, to hang around. Great, this is a good day. We're doing this. And it's like, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, 15 hours later. Yeah, well, I, guess I, was, so. I was actually impressed. I was impressed by uh, Pescio's state that whole day, the way he was like interacting. I was like, oh, that's like, I think like that's not the only way you can act, but that's like one way that I felt like was he had a good state. On, what on was set. he doing? Yeah. Uh, joking around with the uh, costume department. He was basically giving everybody pushback in like a <laughs> yeah, fun, fun way. way. And you could have easily like f that up, but I thought the way he was doing it was actually breaking the monotony of the day because everybody on everybody set, on set hated had bad us. attitudes to the right. whole. To the whole uh, everybody, so Pescio would like break that up and kind of like change people's state. So we almost got thrown off the show. <laughs> yeah, Can't go did. into too much detail, but remember, but we've we already snuck revealed in to get one coffee? thing that we yeah. could get. We could get fined a million dollars for. Wait, what? Yeah, you're not supposed to tell the outcome of the game show. We didn't say the outcome. <laughs> okay, we didn't. That's no, right. what? I didn't say any outcome. Oh, I kind of did. <laughs> Guys, I was just kidding. It's satire. Anyway, Ash, give us a call to action. Write to the camera. Inspire our audience. Anything you want to say, give them a call to action. Don't leave your day job. Don't leave your day job? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Follow your dreams. But can you Follow give, your dreams. Can you give us something like go off on a little, you know. A little gusto. Yeah. All right, guys, guys. Okay. Because that's how we're going to end it. So Look, you can either, you can either just sit here. And you can listen to what everybody else tells you to do, like your parents and your peers and your uncles and your grand- grandparents. Or you can really do 
what you love to do, and you will make money with it. I'm making money with it. Mm. You can do it. Mm. Doesn't matter. Mm. Go for it. A little more. Is this a Spielberg or? Actually, it's copyrighted, so I don't want to play too much. It was the yeah. uh, national anthem. All right, guys, thank you very much. We'll see you on the next one. Take care.